A quick thank you to one of today's sponsors, Podcorn. Podcorn is a marketplace connecting podcasters to amazing sponsorship opportunities, such as host-read ads, interview segments, discussions, and more. With Podcorn, there's no middleman. Podcasters of all sizes can browse and choose opportunities right on the platform, set their own rates, and collaborate with brands directly. You never give up any rights to your podcast, and Podcorn is here to support you every step of the way to ensure you are protected and compensated for the work you do with brands. Personally, I've been waiting for the launch of Podcorn for some time. My experience using the platform has been super pleasant. I've been in contact with numerous sponsors, sent lots of proposals, been assigned campaigns, and even gotten to know a few new folks through the whole process. If you are a podcaster or someone looking to promote your product or service, I highly recommend you look into the Podcorn platform. Check out the link in the show notes to learn more or go to podcorn.com slash podcasters to get started. That's P-O-D-C-O-R-N dot com slash podcasters. Yeah, for me, it's it's going all in and doing everything you can for the team, the, the investors, the people that, um, you know, advising, supporting you, that kind of all believed in you. Nobody builds the, the right thing the first time. Uh, I think we all thought that we were going to have, you know, flying cars and, you know, automated home robots and all these things that just did everything for us. You know, I try to get more sleep, but I like wake up. I literally wake up in the middle of the night like, oh my gosh, okay, that's it. I'm Blake Miller, the founder of Homebase. This is Code Story, a podcast bringing you interviews with tech visionaries who share in the critical moments of what it takes to change an industry and build and lead a team that has your back. I'm your host, Noah Labhart, and today how Blake Miller incubated his way forward and built a smarter, connected, living solution. All this and more on Code Story. Coming from a supportive entrepreneurial home, Blake Miller was introduced to the internet at a very young age, building websites for friends and flipping digital businesses the same way people flip houses. Outside of tech, he is a competitive barbecuer with a team of longtime friends who create award-winning BBQ. Highly involved in the Kansas City Smart City Initiative, he created an award-winning IoT solution around smarter living experiences for tenants and more profitable infrastructure for building owners and managers. This solution quickly turned into the company known as Homebase. So tell me about Homebase and what the company does and how you got started building it. Yeah, so we help apartment owners and, and managers automate the management of their building. Um, it helps create a much better resident living experience, you know, smarter res resident living experience, new amenities uh, to be able to offer the residents. But it also gives the property owners the ability to generate new revenue streams um, outside of just having to raise rents, while also being able to save on a lot of different efficiencies throughout the building or you know, getting into energy efficiency and all those sorts of things. So make money, save money, and uh, kind of a win-win situation because the residents get a better living experience. And uh, yeah, that's, a, that's kind of home base overall. 
Tell me how you got started building it. Homebase came out of uh, kind of an incubator that I ran for this called Think Big um, here in Kansas City. We invested in a number of different startups. Um, but one of the biggest things that we kind of were known for uh, that we were a part of um, was the public-private partnership of the Kansas City Smart City Initiative. Um, so this was a uh, partnership between Cisco and Sprint and the city of Kansas City, Missouri. As kind of the entrepreneurship-led part of this P3, help kind of steward this framework that was ultimately deployed along with uh, a streetcar that was launched in our uh, downtown here in Kansas City that has been a part of our revitalization of the last 10 years or so downtown. Um, and so in working with that, kind of figuring out what uh, the Internet of Things was all about, how it can be applied at a city level, um, actually getting a pilot of public Wi-Fi and smart streetlights, digital kiosks, and um, a whole bunch of other kind of connected infrastructure. We kind of came up with this framework for the cities that could be applied, you know, in other areas. We ended up winning a uh, 2017 Edison Award for that, which was pretty cool. It's kind of like uh, somebody said that's kind of like the Grammys for uh, inventors and, and entrepreneurs and stuff, which is kind of cool. And, uh, you know, just got a lot of experience working with a lot of really incredibly smart people, um, both at the civic level, but on the corporate level. Um, and as we started, as we actually got the project off the ground, we started looking at how it could be applied in buildings, um, or the, at least the same framework of connected infrastructure like Wi-Fi, along with uh, other Internet of Things, uh, you know, building uh, things like uh, like lighting and all of that. Um, and how, how could we apply that to managing buildings or being able to use that infrastructure to create new workflows or automations to manage those buildings? Um, and that was kind of the genesis of it and um, ended up being able to partner with several real estate developers based here in Kansas City. Uh, one of them, Sunflower Development, led by a few of very close friends. They really uh, were searching for ways to differentiate their developments. And so we partnered with them, as well as partnered with a local construction company here in town called J. Dunn Construction, and kind of started home base as a kind of an incubation project um, that quickly turned into a, you know, a company. What tools were used to build that initial MVP? Is it hardware and software based? Yeah, so hardware and software based. Um, you know, we integrate with um, a lot of great partners, um, partners like Schlage, um, partners like LG, um, you know, partners like Leviton. A lot of different integration type partners that we as a software company bring together to give a smart home living experience to the resident, but also give control um, and data insight to the management to help with preventative maintenance, better access or security management of the building, um, you know, all those sorts of tools. Um, and so in the building the MVP, we needed to quickly integrate with a lot of different devices. And so, you know, we've used partners to be able to do uh, and manage some of the integrations that we have. Um, we try not to reinvent the wheel in adding like chat support and, and things like that by utilizing other tools and tried to build um, and put together a prototype of what it would look like, like to manage a building and then ultimately deployed it in uh, about a 15 to a 20 unit community. Luckily, uh, that community was largely vacant at the time and uh, the people that were living in it were advisors and partners. Um, and so we were able to learn really quickly what we needed to do, the types of integrations that we needed to make, um, the types of devices that we needed to integrate with to be able to uh, ultimately achieve our goal. Um, and that took about a year uh, to really figure that out and develop a scalable way to 
to deploy all these smart things. When you're working through that MVP process, you know, what sort of decisions and trade-offs did you have to make in the short term? Like, we're going to push this off till later because we got to get, you know, XYZ done first. Well, we were constantly weighing like what we could get built around waiting on integration partners to deliver parts of their API so that we could integrate with it. You know, keep in mind when we started this, most smart home type devices, things like thermostats or locks or whatever, they were meant for the single family home. So we had to figure out ways um, and work really closely with the partners to be able to make them work in a multifamily way. You know, we had to really try to figure out a lot of those things and work around partners that could take a long time. And that's not trying to make them sound bad. It's just, you know, you've got engineers going back and forth, building things for each other um, and startup large corporation. Um, that's a long kind of cycle of things to do. So how has the product progressed since that original MVP that you that you built? How has it matured and how have you matured the product? Yeah, so we've really kind of developed not only um, kind of our deployment and implementation methods, but we've also uh, really refined what the platform does and how, how we think about connecting all of the things and where we fit in between um, traditional property management software and new ways to automate the management of your community while engaging your residents and, and kind of all these other new opportunities that are created with the Internet of Things. How do you go about building your roadmap? So when you're picking the next most important thing to build for home base, uh, you know, what, what process do you go through between you and your team and your engineers? Well, we've got a great um, lead to our customer success team, Rayanne. And, um, you know, she works very, very closely with the owners, the managers of the buildings um, and even the residents um, and, you know, works to engage them, works to, uh, you know, solve any support issues that they might have. Um, but ultimately, you know, helps works to, you know, help with the success of, of the product. Um, you know, nobody builds the, the right thing the first time. There's outliers, obviously, and there's people doing really, really good work to change this, but um, not only tools that are correct, um, but you ultimately build tools that automate and provide a whole new um, way of doing things. And that one of the things that we've done um, is with uh, the way people manage access control and the move-in and move-out process of uh, you know, the building. We've given the ability for people to be able to move in without having to, you know, grab a key or anything like that. They can just go right to their apartment unit without having to see the leasing agent or anybody and gain access to their building and unit um, all through their phone and through their app. So in Homebase, I see you have some digital payments functionality built in. How do you move money uh, back and forth in your system? Yeah, so we've partnered with Dwalla to be able to, you know, basically for free, move the largest check of somebody's wallet every month. Um, and that's the rent payment that you pay to your, uh, from resident to landlord. You know, today, traditionally, when if people are collecting digital payments, they're paying um, several dollars in transaction fees. A lot of time that's passed on to the resident. And um, we're just we're, we're trying to disrupt that as a great value add within our platform. Um, you know, a lot of what we do, we're trying to enhance and enable a better living experience, right, for the resident. Um, so they shouldn't have to uh, unlock their door with their with one app, um, change their thermostat with one app, 
um, and then go to like a web portal or a different app to pay their rent and request maintenance and all of those things. And so we've tied all of those things together um, and really enabled um, this payments layer that um, ties that whole living experience together. So not only does it uh, take care of that uh, rental payment, but one of the key value adds of our platform is our community Wi-Fi infrastructure. So obviously, if you need to be able to connect all the things and control all the smart things, you need the connectivity of that. Um, and so we deploy a Wi-Fi network throughout an entire apartment building. But that Wi-Fi infrastructure can be utilized to also uh, give a Wi-Fi subscription access to the residents. Um, and so the property owner makes an extra um, whatever they want, really, they can um, create their own payment tiers within the Homebase app uh, and charge whatever they want for access to different bandwidth tiers created through the network. Um, and so being able to have Dwali or your bank account already tied up, um, you can upgrade your internet tier through the Homebase app, kind of like living in a hotel, and it gets automatically added to your rent bill and then paid via Dwala. That's fantastic. So it's, it creates a seamless experience being able to integrate with Dwala and have payments flow back and forth where they need to. Yeah, absolutely. And so imagine, you know, when you're living in a, a building that's powered by home base and a lot all these smart things, um, you know, your property manager might, you know, offer the ability for, you know, access to a laundry room or something like that. Um, we can manage that through the app, give uh, special access. Um, and even charge for that access right through there. So there's a lot of different ways that you start to tie all these things together um, and having payments built in enable this commerce and ultimately the automation of the management of the building because it's great to be able to collect these micro payments and everything, but if it takes a person to um, enter it all or use all this data entry, then it's just costing you more than what it's worth to even try to collect. Today's episode is sponsored by Twala. Twala is a fintech company helping clients solve a fundamental business problem, how to best move money. Payments are a key component of every business, yet one that can be difficult to understand. Twala's ACH payment API removes the complexity involved in moving money to and from bank accounts, so businesses can continue to focus on their core revenue streams. ACH transfers are efficient, reliable, and with Dwala available for any business. I've partnered with Dwala for over two years now and can vouch for two important aspects of their business, solid, reliable technology and amazing customer support. Dwala enabled our team to achieve same day pay on our platform. And if my team needs anything, we can rely on Dwala's support team to get an answer quickly. Dwala is at the forefront of a payments revolution having created a ready-made connection to America's money-moving network and is ready to help your business scale. Start building against Dwala's API in the sandbox environment today for free. Visit www.dwala.com slash codestory to get started. So tell me about how you built your team. How did you go about picking the winning horses to come join you at Homebase? Yeah, well, we got started early with um, you know, building a product uh, engineering team. Um, and my CTO, Chris, uh, was kind of fresh out of college. He had actually started uh, his master's program at K-State, um, but he uh, 
he had worked with me on a lot of different um, projects that we were help that we were incubating at Think Big at the time with him as well as several other uh, staff that, that I had at Think Big at the time we started um, kind of coalescing a team um, Chris ended up recruiting several uh, folks um, that he knew that were just graduating or or whatever and we kind of started building our project engineering team from there um, and as we started building the product as we started getting an MVP as we started having something to really kind of show we started hiring more people I was able to recruit back uh, a one of the best designers I've ever worked with a uh, user experience uh, person that was at a major advertising firm here in Kansas City working for a, on a connected car app was able to recruit him back to the team um, to be our designer. His name's Jared. Um, and so being able to kind of start getting the gang back together, working with people that have been around startups and all of that for a very long time and super talented, um, was able, we're able to build our, build our, our prototypes, build our MVPs a lot quicker and kind of, kind of figure out where we needed to be. Gotcha. So. So it sounds like you had some previous relationships with a, with a few of these individuals. So that's helpful, you know, kind of for a warm lead introduction kind of thing to people you want to bring on your team. But for the people that you that you didn't previously know or had some experience with, what sort of characteristics did you look for in those people? I look, you know, ultimately for people that are curious, ambitious, you know, kind of very caring about people. And a lot of it has been, you know, people that have either come back into my orbit or known each other for a long time um, and ultimately kind of recruited them over a, a long time as the company matured um, to get them to join the team. So let's talk about scalability. So, you know, where you are now from when you built the MVP, have you been building this with scalability in mind or is that something you've sort of been putting off to later or fighting as you grow? Yeah, I think fighting as we grow is the is the key there because it's trying to figure out like, you know, how does it scale to manage or to ultimately get all of these smart things installed, get them activated, get them commissioned, um, you know, properly connected to the internet, all of, all those things. How do you manage the actual physical process of doing that, um, doing it in a efficient, scalable way that doesn't cost or add a lot of cost? Um, to doing so, um, both to us and the property owner, and what tools, what software to be building, not only on our own and, and what we're innovating to, you know, make all of this scalable, but also what we have to build um, with and or for our partners um, to make all of this work as well. Um, and so that's just, it's kind of a constant fight and battle and give and take, um, and, you know, a lot of trust between partners and, and all of that, that you know, I think like any venture has just taken, I think, longer than anybody ever thought. Um, but it's also while waiting, not waiting, but while creating a market. You know, this is new stuff. People have been managing four walls and a roof for a very long time. It's exciting to be a part of creating a market. So as you stand on the balcony and look across everything you've built with Homebase, what are you most proud of? Uh, our team so far um, and kind of the belief in, and the vision of the future. I think it's it's kind of crazy to get people to really think about like, well, could we, how do, you know, how do you automate, how do you create autonomous buildings? You know, how do you create a building that is better in most standards of living while also being cheaper and 
uh, more efficient to run for everybody. And how do you do it? And how do you, and, and that has been probably even one of the most surprising things a part, a part of this journey that's been for me is, is that experience of building a team. Um, and this kind of prepping for this next phase of our journey of like scaling a team, which I'm terrified, but also really excited for um, the learning journey that it's going to be. So let's flip the script a little bit. Looking back on what you've built, tell me about a mistake you made and how your team responded to it. You know, I think ultimately every mistake that I've made has been um, like kind of a, a cliche, but it's like not not firing fast enough, letting like letting people or letting things linger um, too long. And, you know, ultimately, I think as the team has responded is pretty awesome that we just get better and stronger and actually bring like the, the communication and talking about those things um, brings everybody a little bit closer together. And I think it's because we're building trust all the time. So what does the future look like for home base? You know, what is your what's your next steps and what does the next maybe year or two look like? The next year or two uh, is all about, um, you know, kind of growth. We have several developer partners that have um, brand new buildings under development, under construction that um, we're doing pretty amazing uh, technology installations that then we'll be able to you know, build application and, and workflows and automation on top of. Um, as the building goes live and, and gets leased up, and um, we help to you know manage and monitor you know those those brand new, really smart and automated buildings. But the you know the other side of our business is really growing our retrofit, and we've developed a partnership and and the way that we've integrated our Schlage uh, locks that it doesn't require any connectivity because it's a Bluetooth uh, connection with the lock. So you know we're we're targeting. Uh, retrofits and we're working with a lot of housing authorities um, to be able to upgrade their security at the door at a lower price point or even uh, offering it as a service um, to be able to kind of take that first step uh, as we call it to the kind of upgrading the building overall to a smart building Um, so getting that access control in place um, once you have access through the door you have the ability to start automating management, automating preventative maintenance, automating you know the resident move in and move out, which helps you manage the building more efficiently and, and save money over time. Um, ultimately, offer new amenities to the residents because they can purchase things like house cleaners or dog walkers or get um, in-home grocery delivery or anything like that. You know, hopefully we're 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 part of uh, us and, and a lot of our you know, competitors and, and other folks building things in the market. Hopefully we are all part of really driving um, housing forward overall. Um, you know, there's a massive affordable um, housing crisis. We're not building enough. And you know, a lot of reasons is because it's just so expensive to build, both with labor, but materials. So if we can all figure out ways to make it more efficient to operate the buildings, you know, that's where a lot of the cost overall about the ownership of the building comes from. So uh, if we can help bring the, bring the industry forward, it's awesome to be part of. Tell me who influences the way that you work, an architect, a CEO, CTO, tech forward person. Who do you look up to and why? You know, this is going to sound like super like tech bro and everything, but it's like, you know, like the Elon Musk of the world, the people that are like really, really ambitious, um, just doing things because people say that they can't. And it's not because you're doing it because they can't. It's just like, well, nobody else has done it or doing it. So why not go after it? And so, you know, there's a lot of talk around like hustle culture and things like that these days. But 
you know, for me, this is like, it's all I can think about. It's all I can, it's all I can like dream about. Like, you know, I try to get more sleep, but I like wake up like every, you know, all cliche entrepreneurs you hear. It's like, I literally wake up in the middle of the night, like, oh my gosh, okay, that's it. Yeah, for me, it's, it's going all in and doing everything you can for the team, the, the investors, the people that, um, you know, advising, supporting you, that kind of all believed in you. Um, and doing, you know, living a few years of your life like nobody else will. So, you know, you can do everything else that you that you want to do in the future. Um, so, you know, I believe I'm building a platform here that is going to, you know, not only myself, but, you know, our team and everybody really support a lot of really amazing uh, futures. If you could go back to the beginning, what would you do differently? Uh, we don't have enough time. I would definitely start building things in a different way. Um, just not only the software, but um, you know how we how we built certain features um, because things started taking a longer time integrating uh, some Internet of Things devices. We started building other functions that, you know, frankly, caused confusion in what our product was or what we were doing. But uh, you know, being able to you know, figure that out, gain focus, um, and you know, ultimately start working with uh, you know partners that we could really you know, really push forward with. That helped us start to start to change things. But man, there's a there's a list of things I could, I would totally change, um, do differently how I how I structured things. But one thing I never never change is you know being generous with uh, equity, building the team, and and all of that. So you're sitting on a plane, you're sitting next to a younger individual who's got the next big thing built. Having gone down this road, uh, you know, a bit, what advice do you give that person? Find like the narrowest niche that you can, that's going to help you get to some level of um, meaningful profitability, um, or close to it or showing it because it's never been easier to come up with an idea and start a company and, and whatever but now it's executing it and getting it to market and that's getting harder and harder these days too so figuring out like what's the most narrow narrow way you can get to market don't lose sight of your big vision and in some cases you know you have to sell that big vision um, but really establish a way that you can kind of wedge your way into something that can grow really quickly and not have a long sales cycle well, Blake, thank you for being on the show today. Thank you for telling the creation story of Homebase. Awesome, man. Thank you. And this concludes another chapter of Code Story. Code Story is a production of TouchTap LLC and is hosted and produced by Noah Laphart and edited by George Macharco. Special thanks to Deanna Chapman and Stephanie Campisi for their promotional support. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Breaker, or the podcasting app of your choice. Make sure to check us out at codestory.co or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or LinkedIn.